Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing in the sky Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Love the Graps. You're still trying that, aren't you? Yeah, no, I'm doing it. It's done. Everybody, Everybody's loved it. Well, I've had such great feedback. Um... This is Love the Graps. It's our podcast um, about wrestling. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Chris. I'm here with Alan. Hello. That's Alan. And uh, we're here to talk about a wrestling show, what we just went to, because that is the format we have chosen for this particular wrestling podcast. Yeah. So we've gone to a wrestling show, we've driven home, and we've sat down behind these two microphones to tell you all about it, or at least the bits that we want to talk about. Nicely summed up, isn't it? Yeah, quite succinct, isn't it? Wow, yeah. I mean, we do that succinctly so that we can then ramble on (laughs) um, for the rest of the podcast. Well, we didn't say beforehand, let's make it a short one. So, so maybe it'll be a short one, yeah. (laughs) Because every time we say let's make it a short one, it goes like 50 minutes. Um, so it is 11.01 on a Saturday night, yep. Um, we are not out partying like all the cool kids do. Well, we've done that, haven't we? We we partied out. Not me. I never. Party. I was never really a party animal. No, I had my moments, mm. but very few. I just I was I did a lot of uh, music and that, so I was like, I was you know I was rocking out and stuff, but right. like not like I wasn't a big alcohol person. No. So just what, did, what did you have on your rider? Didn't really get riders. No. Lucky if we had some warm cans of lager in the dressing room. Red stripe. Whatever they picked up at the corner shop. Nice. Um, I think there was um, when we played at Reading Festival. Yeah. I remember clang. Them, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember them having um, some bags of crisps. Nice. In a little dressing room. Yeah. Walkers. Uh, they were walkers. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, there was a little area backstage, and on the t- table, I remember them having uh, fun-sized Milky Ways. Oh. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Do you know, it's really weird. Whenever I eat a Milky Way, mm. my mouth goes hot. It goes hot? Yeah. It's because you're overworking it, mate. No. You don't need to chew that hard. It's very soft, a Milky Way. I don't know Way. what it is. There's something about a Milky Way that makes my mouth go hot. Erotic, isn't it? Mm. One of the most erotic sweet treats you can have (laughs) (laughs) um okay so welcome to love the graps um as i say it's now well it's now um, 11.03 um we've just got back from a trip to nottingham shottingham uh the (laughs) gun crime capital of the uk we didn't see a lot of gun crime when we were there um we were in uh, quite the uh, affluent area um in fact we went to nottingham contemporary art gallery yep um just just near hockley yeah the student area yeah of, of nottingham um, a few bars around that area. Yeah, very nice. I think it's the kind of place where you could go and you could make a, a bit of a day of it. Yeah, uh, well, I've do done, that, I've done that in the past. Bit of food, see a show, uh, and then maybe hit a couple of pubs. Afterwards. I saw an exhibition of Diane Arbus's photography at that um, gallery. Um, maybe let's say seven years ago. Okay. Hmm. Um, seven years ago do you like your art don't you i do like my art you know that yeah. if you've listened to this podcast before 
it's been mentioned. Yeah. Um, I do like a bit of the art. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we were there tonight and we got a bit of art, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. So it was Wrestling Resurgence. Yeah, Wrestling Resurgence. And I believe their first show in Nottingham. Yep. Um, they have done a couple of shows in Leicester. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they're affiliated somewhat with Leicester de Montfort University. Yeah, some weird thing. Um, which we, we might get into a little bit. Yeah. Um, and uh, this was Spandex Ballet. It's a good name for a show, I think. Yeah, it's all right. It's a nice play on words, yeah. sure. Um, I mean, I think you're keener on a play on words than I am. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of the lower forms of wit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not mad keen on it, but I think mm. Spandex Ballet is, is quite considering It's solid. It's it was solid. kind of at a, an arty venue as well, yeah. where, where you might expect to see yeah. And the you had ballet. a sort of ballet character in the main yeah. event, didn't you? Yeah. So. Um, I would have curated the music a little more to be perhaps more Spandau well, they, Ballet. They had Spandau Ballet... Or was it Duran Duran? They had there was one, one the, Spandau Ballet song. They had a, like an eighties, you know, yeah, power pop song at le- on as we left. Yeah, so. um, but I can't remember. I, they all blend into yeah. one for me. It's not. A, it's not a decade that I think, um, or at least that stuff in the eighties. I don't think it's the strongest. Yeah, Roach were nice. Well, Pink and Blue. Yeah, it's good. Um, but yeah, uh, Spandex Ballet. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? Well, shall we talk? Shall we do, do you want to dive dive in? Yeah, do you want to do, dive in? Do the format. Yeah, or do you want to talk more broadly about it beforehand? I don't know. I don't know. I think we what cover- do we do? It's been a couple of weeks since we've done one of these. Yeah, it seems like it's been a while. Yeah. Um, let's just dive straight in. Let's okay. Do the, so, what we do, the three and three. So three love the graps, things that we liked. Yep. Uh, followed by three not my graps, things that we maybe didn't like quite as much. Yeah. So uh, love the graps numero uno then. Let's talk about the venue. Okay, yeah. I am a self-confessed venue tart. Yeah, you A are. venue can make or break I mean, you, a show for you me. You use that phrase quite a lot. Yeah. Um, if you can put the best show in the world in the worst venue, mm. and it will just not click for me. Yeah, I mean, you're not a fan of the sports centre. Nope. Um, no. Nope. I mean, or, or sort of a, you know, blank community centre sort of vibe no if you can see some kind of sporting equipment in the background yeah um, then it, it's not really for you see a basketball it? hoop basketball hoops are the big one yeah see um, a clock yeah what about if you see some um, tape on the ground demarking a badminton court I hate it I hate it mm. yeah we didn't get that today though no it's a big concrete bunker yeah um, I, I don't know what it's used for well it's an art gallery isn't it is it I guess, yeah. Is that a gallery I mean, space? Well, it's, I think it's a, a, a what they call a flexible space yeah. um, used for performance, such yeah. as uh, as for tonight, or maybe conferences, and, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe maybe they put large scale exhibition um, things in that big art. Yeah, big art. Do a big art in I that like room, big please. Because I, I was mentioned to you, I I've seen a wrestling show in an art gallery before. Mm-hmm. Um, in the uh, Turbine Hall at the Tate. Well, that is an art gallery. Yeah, and that's it's quite not a very level space. floor in there, though, is it? No, it was um, a bit of a slope. Um, yeah, but they they did down the bottom. To level it's it quite up. level. Um, but yeah, I I saw that there. Yeah, that was quite arty, um, and so it was nice to be back. You 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 said you've seen a. I uh, saw one at an art centre in yeah. in Birmingham. Yeah. Now I I. I'm not sure an art centre is an art gallery. Okay, I mean, they had exhibitions on at the time. Well, my um, library has exhibitions. No, that's a good point. I mean, we went to a library last week. 
or yeah. a couple of weeks ago, yeah. or at least it had a library attached. Yeah. Um, flexible, isn't it? Yeah, flexible. Last time I went to the turbine hall, the at the Tate Modern, mm. um, I went on some swings. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was nice. I went down the slide. You know yeah, they had the slides. Uh, yeah, yeah. I never went on that. Uh, I went and saw the uh, the crack in the floor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was quite good. And I went to another one where there were some giant spiders and giant bunk beds. Cool. Yeah, it's art, isn't it? Art, indeed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like this venue. Um, they they did a lot with the space. Um, it was quite nice. The lighting it was, was a, good. It was a black box, yeah. Yeah, um, but they used it well. Um, we were a bit uh, wondering beforehand how they would do the entrances, where yeah. they would come from. Uh, they they turned turned out they did that quite well. Yeah, it sort of worked out. Uh, I mean, the entrances weren't perfect. There was no. there was a bit of timing issues for me with yeah. the announcer and the music and stuff like that. Yeah. But but it worked. It worked. Um, it's also the best I've ever seen Car Noir's entrance. Yeah, I thought it, it really, really worked because they, they went down to a spotlight and had just a bit of white light yeah. on him um, and, you know, made him stand out and made him look um, a bit otherworldly. Yeah, and the sound was good. I liked the... It uh, could have been a bit louder. For yeah. Me, but. Um, the um, anti-room uh, where they had the merchandise. That yeah. That's quite good. And the the... The bar stroke cafe space. Yeah, there's a lot. It's it's good to have a venue where you've got a lot of space that you can go that isn't the, the room yeah. where the wrestling's happening. Yeah, um, and they definitely had that. Yeah, although they had uh, when we went into the bar, they they had two uh, unisex toilet cubicles, and that was it. No, I think there were some more further. There around. were more in the venue part. Yeah, yeah. that was a bit um, weird. But in the bar, yeah, I felt like. They could have had at least one more toilet. Oh, right. Also, we were queuing behind someone who didn't realise that one of the toilets was unoccupied at the time. Wow. That was fr- That's frustrating to me. It's just frustrating. Yeah. Check the doors, mate. Simple red-green. Yeah, Simple although red it wasn't green. really clear. But no. Right. Anyway, that's just a personal, not my graps of yeah. toilet etiquette. But yeah, it's the kind of venue that I, I could go to more shows at. Yeah. Um, it all seated, um, yeah. but I can also see it working not seated yeah if that well, makes sense so it was sold out yeah. tonight but they could if they wanted to push and get a lot more people in that yeah. room definitely i mean i think they could get more seats in there yeah um if they wanted uh but you know it was comfortable um there was a lot of space in there mm-hmm. um it got a bit warm at one point but you know i i don't think it was uncomfortably no hot um yeah Quite a nice, nice room. Yeah, I liked it. I'd give it, I'd give it a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. Right. What move, else did we like? Move on. Uh, there was a fancy match, wasn't there? There was on on the card. Build as a six man. Yep. Turned into a seven oh. man. Yeah. Match. Um, it was the art core match. Yeah. Which effectively was a hardcore match <laughs> with art supplies as the weapons. Yeah. Um. And uh, so, who, what, who was in this? So we had Chuck Mambo, yes, uh, Jack Sexsmith, yeah, um, Body Guy Roy Johnson, yeah, Saxon Huxley, uh, yeah, the Viz- Muscle Cat, Visage, yeah, um, and Kyle uh, Kingsley, Kyle Kingsley, uh, and then, yeah, um, pleasant surprise, yeah, uh, the King of Goths, um, Jimmy Havoc, uh, came out to his music, um, yeah. to a moderate. Moderately sized pop, yeah, um, and uh, and he joined in. Yeah, he said there can't be a hardcore match in the UK without Jimmy Havoc. 
Yeah, and the announcer went, that's an art core match. And Jimmy, I think, kind of spoke for us all and went, what's that? What's that? <laughs> and we still were none the wiser, no. really, um, except it just... Like, they, they bought... Before the match, they bought out easels yep. with um, canvases on. Yeah, and they bought out a lot of art supplies. I mean, they they were kind of for children. Yeah. Um. And they were set up around the ring, and then when each of the competitors entered the ring, they each had a canvas and a and an easel that they took into the ring with them, and that's a couple of them were sort of sketching on it. Yeah. Um, Roy Johnson very upset that he had a, a smaller canvas. He had a than smaller else. canvas. Although Jimmy what? Havoc also had that same right. size canvas, okay. but. Um, hasn't got the same uh, fear about the size of his equipment. No, no, clearly. Um, but they, everybody seemed a little bit confused as to what an art core match was. Yeah. I, I certainly did, but it soon became clear that it was the same as every other hardcore match yeah. that, that kind of puts itself out there. This is a beach bash match. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's yeah. a hardcore it, match. Yeah, it was just a, a hardcore match, except all the uh, weapons were art supplies. Mm. Yeah, which you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. There were some fun moments. Yeah, Jimmy there. Havoc coming into it was was very good. Yeah. Um, he he played um, carry on Jimmy. Yeah. Rather than that, we we've spoken before about um, the kind of Jimmy Havoc that we we love, mm. um, and that's not to say we don't love carry on Jimmy as well, but. I think you particularly would like a bit of the old Jimmy back. Yeah, I, we talked about like the Jimmy Havoc from maybe four years ago. Yeah, um, who felt like I don't want to say like felt dangerous, although that was certainly part of his character. There was a nihilism there, but he seemed like a unique attraction. Yeah, because uh, I, do you know what? I'm just a little sort of anecdotal thing. I, I remember. I remember when he was he was a huge deal in progress and he'd been the champion for ages and ages and he just started sort of branching out from mm. that. And he was Joseph Connors' sort of second mm. at one point in Southside. Yeah. And it became distracting because you wanted to see Havoc more than you wanted to see Connors. Yeah. And it was clear that Havoc was a star at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, he had like a magnetism that, you know, made everything he did entertain him. And that's not to say he's not entertaining now, but no. it doesn't always feel like you're seeing one of the most important people in British wrestling. And I would say, hands down, that Jimmy Havoc is one of the most important people in recent history in British wrestling. Yeah. Um, you know, the work that he did in progress turn that company into the biggest mm-hmm. deal in the UK and you know that snowballed on to Wembley Arena and working with WWE and um but then you also have the Jimmy Havoc who goes Rainmaker <laughs> and Although it wasn't um, that bad tonight. It wasn't that bad. No. It wasn't but quite he, as he high was, pitched he as was that. in quipping style tonight. And I like that. But yeah. It's like but it feel like it feels like there are two Jimmy Havocs. There's yeah. there's the sort of enigmatic, um, charismatic maniac yeah. who you 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 don't want to sort of be, a, be you don't want to bump into who you can believe even though you know you shouldn't you can believe he might do something with that axe yeah and then you've got a beer drinking mascot yeah jimmy havoc which yeah. is i think what we see a little bit more because 
it kind of translates yeah. to, it, to other shows. And people want to cheer him as well. It would be nice to have at least one place where you could go and see the old Jimmy Havoc. Yeah. So somebody somebody do it. Somebody do it, please. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fantastic little match. Um, chance to see some, some new people that we've not seen before in yeah. Kyle Kingsley, Visage and... The Muscle Cat, Muscle Saxon Cat Huxley. Yeah, um, some fun stuff in this. Yeah, we'd seen him on TV before. Um, yeah. And yeah, a, a WWE contracted uh, performer in uh, a match which used art supplies um, to be stuck at people's butts. Yes, there were several pencils yeah. um, put into people's Particularly butts. Particularly liked a bit in this match where Jack Sexsmith would run forward, throw a crayon at someone and then run back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. back did, into I the safety like of the crowd. Yeah, it was very, very good. Um, okay, let's have another love the graps. Um, okay, um, we let's talk about the concept of something, perhaps rather than the delivery of it. Okay, and that's um, we mentioned before about uh, the link up with the university, um, and that's that there is an attempt by wrestling resurgence to to do something academic with professional wrestling. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah, and I think some of the people involved have um, had. I don't. I, I, again, I don't know all the details, and I know um, Sam, one of the um, guys behind Wrestling Resurgence, is, is in is part of our Facebook group. We've we've um, exchanged some some communication. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I I'm I, if I'm wrong, then I'm sorry, but I I think like that some of these people are as part of their studies yeah. sort of covering some like wrestling related yeah. stuff. I know other people that have done, done similar things in the past. Yeah. Some let us know. Um, and so before the show today, there was, well, there, there was a Q and a build as part of the, yeah. Lineup. We originally thought it would be after the, yeah, the I, show. I, for some reason I thought it'd be after the show in the, in the way that usually you'll, you'll see a performance of something. Um, and then afterwards they'll have a Q and a with the director yeah, or, yeah. or something. I thought we were going to get something along those yeah. lines, but I guess, you know, getting people to stick around for that kind of thing might be a bit, yeah, a bit difficult. You say that though. I think sometimes the the getting the people to stick around is kind of like that. That's when you filter out the people who are interested in I the Q and A, and the people who just want to go, like people who watch the film and aren't interested in in hearing what the director yeah. has got to say. So instead, um, we got a Q and A Q&A before yeah. the show, which. Even standing on its own is is quite nice because it was something happening before the show started rather than people just sitting there looking at an empty ring hearing some music playing. Yeah. Um, And it was one of the Wrestling Resurgence team uh, interviewing Candy Floss and Chikara. Yeah. Um, That's kind of where the concept stops. Yeah. um, And the delivery took over. And I don't think that's... Anything, any fault of the interviewer? No. Um, I just don't think it particularly worked. No, well, maybe we'll come on to some of that and why that dis- doesn't didn't work so much in, in a bit. But yeah. I, I think, uh, personally, I, I really like the idea of, of sort of having this sort of a look at professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's something that we try and do. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we're, we're not academics as such. No. Um, and we don't try and sort of put that bent on what we do, but we do. We we like to be thoughtful about our analysis of wrestling. We think that you know our 
sort of the people that take part in our um, Facebook group um, a part of that as well. Like we've got a real thoughtful group of people mm-hmm. who um, who may you know maybe we all overanalyze a bit. Yeah. Um, but you know you've got people who are thinking about wrestling, thinking about how it makes them feel. Yeah. And I think that's where like there really is some f- interesting stuff to be done, yeah. sort of academically. I think you know from a performance or a dramatic um point of view like there's a lot to be sort of you know pulled apart if you really yeah, wanted to I think definitely to do when it comes to to professional wrestling and I I'd, I'd really like to see even if it's something away from the actual shows yeah if there was something that accompanied the wrestling resurgence thing as a project yeah that was very visible and that you could if you wanted to you could delve into that and really mm-hmm. you know get involved and get sort of just i mean just to sort of read what they might write about professional wrestling would yeah. be really interesting to or me. even they could they could do something um with the shows so you've got your show um but maybe in the afternoon of the show there's there's a talk yeah or some sort of workshop yeah, or, or a panel or you know that kind of thing um the the ground is there to be explored there's so much that you could look at um you know like we were spitballing on the way back from the show um things like talking to karen glennon about the character of martina the session moth um and the the influences behind that how how far do you take it um is a you know um well, I guess there's something to be said about, you know, maybe looking at certain characters who take social issues yeah. or, so, you know, yeah. social or cultural things and, and use them for mm-hmm. their characters. For instance, we got a, um, spoilers if I don't even know whether Wrestling Resurgence is available yeah. to watch after the fact. Um, there were people filming it tonight. But um, Spike Trivet showed up at the yep. end of the show and uh, referred to himself as the Theresa May of professional wrestling. Yep. Now, you know, where, you know, what, what, what is that saying? Is that how is that reflecting sort of our culture now? Yeah. Um, and similarly, people like Jack Sexsmith and, I mean, and visage tonight like there mm-hmm. there are some questions to be asked about sexuality in professional wrestling yeah there's there's lots to explore there and i'd like yeah. to see it done and maybe maybe these are the people to do it yeah i think it's a hard thing to do in front of a wrestling audience. oh definitely yeah um so i'd be interested to see what they could do yeah um let's let, let's let's take a step back and take a step forward yeah into uh the not my graps yeah territory and something linked a yeah. little bit um to what we've just talked about or specifically the q a yeah so um the the q a um was with chikara and candy floss yep um they were uh billed as as having a match tonight mm-hmm. um and the q a was specifically about them being friends and them coming up in wrestling together yeah um and there was a missed opportunity which was kind of threaded throughout the whole show a little bit um, to establish something for that match in the Q&A. And I did feel a couple of times that the the the, the interviewer was trying to lead them into maybe um, some kind of tension yeah. that would kind of heighten their match and give a kind of a, a babyface heel dynamic yeah. well, to their match. So there, there were a few instances, a few matches which... 
um, I don't want to say suffered, but could have really benefited from yep. clearer sort of good, you know, hero villain um, delineation. Yeah, and also a couple more which could have benefited more from a context. Yeah, to the matches. Um, I think part of the reason I think this is really important for this particular show is it's Wrestling Resurgence's first show in Nottingham. Um, uh, Nottingham <clears throat> and the East Midlands as a whole, it ha- there is wrestling. Yeah. But it's not necessarily of the kind that has taken British wrestling to another level. No. Like, it's not the kind that's made British wrestling cool. No. Like, and, and that's no slight on the companies that are running there. Um, but, you know, the, a lot of what they do is catering to sort of a local sort of family audience. And there yeah. was a bit of that, that there tonight. Yeah. There were a lot of kids there, yeah. which was interesting. Um, but because this is the first show they're doing in Nottingham, mm-hmm. um, and because it's a brand new audience, I yeah. think you need to sort of set your stall out in terms of who people are, mm-hmm. what their characters are, what the relationships between those characters are, yeah. um, why they're fighting, um, and 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 specifically with one of the matches we'll, we'll talk about, we'll, um, like the sort of context behind it. Mm-hmm. But look, just to talk quickly about. Um, Shakara and Candy Floss's match. Um, so they had the interview Q&A segment beforehand. Um, and that just kind of ended with them still being friends. And then they went on to have a match together where they were friends. Yeah. And then they kind of decided they were having a wrestling match. So they had to fight each other. And then they were friends again at the end. Yeah. I think it was a missed opportunity to not have built some tension from the Q&A. Maybe even just do a little angle at the end of it. Yeah. Because there was, um, like I said about the interviewer perhaps trying to lead them, the, the angle that they went down was that Candy Floss had been to Japan and Chikara yeah. hadn't. Yeah, and there was a bit of jealousy. Yeah. And um, you could have used that for, for a momentary um, split in the friendship a little yeah. bit. Um, and then at the end of the match, they they could, they could be have hugged and hugged and gone off together, um, and that would have helped the match a little bit more, having that clear heel face yeah. dynamic. Well, I mean, I will point out that um, all three of the matches in the second half ended with competitors shaking hands. Yeah, don't do or that, hugging people. at the end. Don't do it. Um, it's become too common in British wrestling. I feel like if you're going to do that, it needs to be um, remarkable. Yeah. There needs to be a reason that you're doing it. So yeah, the the heel facing kind of um, showed up a, a, again. Um, the the main event, um, it wasn't clear. Yeah, well, Dave Mastiff came out to a kind so it's of Dave Mastiff against Cara Noir. Yeah, to a a, a, a good reaction. Um, he he didn't he do anything. Kind of mug into the crowd. Yeah. or putting his hands up. Um, and then Cara Noir, who a lot of places I've seen him be. The intention is that he's a heel, yeah. Um, but he never really does anything too heelish. But I think sometimes the fact that he's a kind of an odd character who has a an uncertain sexuality mm. um, itself in front of some crowds yeah. tips him into a, I mean, to heeldom. Like the uncertain sexuality, I think, in so much as he pushes that onto his opponent. Yeah. That makes him a villain. Yeah. Like, if he's licking people, then he's a bad guy. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it was really unclear as the match went on who you were supposed to cheer for to the point that the crowd would just cheer in both people. Yeah, whoever they felt like. Which is fine. And then 
at the end of the match, it they shook hands. Yeah, Cara Noir beat Dave Massif with a, a small package. Yeah, um, and uh, and they shook hands, and then Spike Trivet came out. And attacked Cara Noir, which yeah. firmly put Cara Noir in the, the baby face. Camp. That's if they follow up on that particular part. Of yeah. That. If they don't follow up and it's just, now nah, Spike Trivet's here, then, you know, they can go, they can just, I guess Cara Noir is just a bad guy. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that was confusing. And then um, earlier they had the, the henchman against the anti Well, this police. was a weird one for me. Yeah. And the henchman came out as kind of big bad monsters, which immediately led people to cheer the anti-fun police yeah and i'll give i'll give those two guys credit and it's fine i guess because the crowd were well into it yeah and they were playing to the crowd a lot but i still feel weird about the idea of the anti-fun police because they hate guys they hate fun like there were people sat behind us that were like wait a minute they don't like fun why are we cheering them he's yeah he's got a thing on his sleeve which is the word fun with a cross for it yeah wait what and um, i've got to admit santos was a lot of fun tonight yeah. yeah it is weird like that must be really weird yeah. to come into and not knowing who these people are and be like why would we be cheering some people that are the anti-fun police yeah so that was just i mean weird. apart from the fact that they are fun characters yeah um and we're familiar with them like it's a weird choice yeah um and well, then, then let's talk about the other thing, the th- the three way. Yeah. Um, well, I, th- I, f- I felt that that, um, as well as the art core match, um, the art core match perhaps needed a bit more context. I mean, um, it was fine because it yeah. did just devolve um, into. But a particularly match. the three way, um, it was uh, Sticks, Joseph Connors, and Gabriel Kidd. Yeah. Um, three Nottingham lads. Yeah. Um, Sticks trained the other two. Yeah. And I'd seen the kind of publicity for this refer to it as kind of like the the past, present and future of Nottingham wrestling. Um, but you'd never know that from, from the, the show match. tonight. Yeah. Um, it wasn't really played up that these guys were from Nottingham. Um, it wasn't played up that they all trained together. It wasn't really played up that Sticks was kind of the, the elder statesman of that generation, that um, Joseph Connors is the current star with WWE UK and Gabriel Kidd is the one coming through. Yeah. Um, and that would have made the match, it would have gave, given it so much more, um, well, you, just ness. Yeah, well, it would have sort of, um, would have also added to Gabriel Kidd picking up the win at the end. Yeah. Because yep. that's kind of like if you if you're playing that off as the future, you know the the future beating the past and the present would have to bring him up to the present and turn the present into the past. Yep. So now you've got one present. You haven't got the future, present, and past. There's anymore. no future. You've just got two pasts and a present. Yeah, there there is no future. The Sex Pistols start. I so. guess the future then would be Kanji. Yeah, it was she in was the from first Nottingham. match. Or the baby in the front row in the Lana Austin <laughs> yeah. t shirt. Very much the future. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, should we move on? Yeah, let's do a, a quick second, not my graphs. It's a very oh. personal one to me. Yeah, um, you were very upset the, about this. The art core match was sold as a fans bring the crayons match. Yeah. Uh, we were told that um, paper would be provided mm-hmm. and that the there would be a prize for the, the best drawing. Right. Um, so I brought a Sharpie with me, mm. uh, carried it, put it in my pocket. Intending on doing a bit of a Rolf Harris, weren't I you? I was. 
Well, you say that, that's got a very bad connotation. Well, um, yeah, I mean, let's go back in time to when it wasn't. To when Styx was a wrestler. Yeah. Yeah, in the past. Mm. Um, at, there was no paper. No. There was no drawing. No. Um, I, I didn't get a chance to show off my drawing skills. Yeah. Um, what were you planning on drawing? Well, whatever was in front of me. Oh, so you were going to do it as if it was a life drawing? Yeah, I think that was that was what it was sold as. Oh, okay. You know that I I in my in my mind because mm. my mind doesn't work the way other people's doing. I thought that there, there might be a certain point in the match where everyone would be told to freeze, right? Okay. And then we'd, we'd get like a couple of minutes to yeah to sketch them, them out. Um, didn't oh, well. Oh, so well. yeah, I carried that sharpie around for nothing. No one even asked me my autograph. No, could have used it for that, couldn't I? Yeah, to sign their body parts. I don't sign body parts. If somebody asked you to sign their body parts, you'd do it. Really? Perhaps I would. Yeah, I think you would. Do you remember the conversation we had about body parts? Not really. During the main event. Because the chant went up of, of Cara's going to lick you. And Dave Matthews oh, really yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. look like he wanted to be Yeah, licked. we we debated what the best part of Dave Mastiff to lick would yeah, be if, if you, you had ha- to. If you had to. If you had to lick a part a, a part of his skin. Yeah. What part of skin the Dave Mastiff skin would you lick? Yeah. I think we settled on the back the back of his calf. Yeah, it seemed like I I mean I said kind of up up a sort of section of the thigh, the outside of the thigh. Yeah. Um, because I feel like it would be furthest away from any sort of unnecessary areas and also less hair. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, we settled on the calf. Yeah. The calf. So, um, let us know if yeah. you had if, to lick any part of Dave Mastiff. Yeah. Um, had to. Yeah. Um, some of you may want to. Or if you have licked a part of Dave Mastiff yeah. and you found that, um, you know, one part is better than another part, please let us know. Yeah. Um, let's do the third one. Yep. Um, okay, so this one is kind of, it's not not directly related to this show. No. I mean, it is. It is and it isn't. But it's a more general point as yeah. well. So um, the opening match tonight was a four-way yeah. um, women's match. Yeah. Do you know what, um, just as an aside, um, I did like the fact that neither that match or the uh, Chikara Candy Floss match were referred to as women's matches. No, but then the announcer didn't do a lot of... No. referring to anything as anything but if that he, was a choice well done well i uh, don't know whether it was but um <laughs> anyway so it was a, a four-way match featuring only women yeah. <laughs> um and that was uh bobby tyler Shax, uh kanji uh, the aforementioned kanji and lana rostin yeah um originally though um there were two other women billed um in this match that were replaced by bobby tyler and uh kanji and they were Sierra Loxton and Millie McKenzie. Yeah. Um, and they both uh, withdrew from this show. Uh, you know, one before the other. Yeah. Um, with with some notice. Yeah. Not not a, a, a well, massive amount. I think amount, the Sierra but... the Sierra one was quite recent. Yeah. Um, but they both pulled out um, and appeared at Pro Wrestling Eve this evening. Yeah. Now, I. I think I need. I think I need you to talk about this because yeah. I have a very sort of personal, well, sort of, I get stance it. on on this um, sort of thing. As a as a female wrestler, Eve is going to get eyes on you. Yeah. Um. So I get it that if Eve ask, 
then you're going to have to think very carefully about it. Mm. Um, and there has been situations um, recently, uh, well, not so much recently, but um, in the recent past where people have uh, thrown over smaller bookings for Progress uh, or RevPro. Um, and again, you get it. But part of me still wants to say, if you take a booking, honour your booking. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a rare promoter that will say no, no. Um, if you ask to be released from a booking, um, and it's a rare promoter that will publicly moan about you doing it, um, simply because you know you want to keep people. It's happy. not classy, is it? Um, but it isn't. It well, it's also not classy to to pull out of a booking to take another no. one. So. Having like from a fan's perspective and yeah. having spoken to other fans, there are two sorts of major schools of thought on this. I think like one is the disappointment. Mm-hmm. So you're disappointed that somebody that was advertised is not showing up. Yeah, and then the other school of thought is, oh, somebody that I really like is getting a good opportunity. Yeah. Now, what what are we supposed to be as wrestling fans though? Yeah. Are we supposed to be a support, like a supportive community that wants to see wrestlers do well? Or are we customers that want a, you know, as good a product as, as good a product as we can get and as much value for our money as we mm-hmm. can get? Because with all due respect to, to the women that were in that match tonight, Sierra Loxton and Millie McKenzie would have been an improvement. And particularly for us. Yeah. Well, but um, also I think yeah. that they're two of the, you know, Millie McKenzie's already sort of seen as a star yeah. in a lot of ways. And I think Sierra Loxton is is really on the rise. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they went to have relatively high profile matches at Pro Wrestling Eve, particularly for Sierra um, facing Viper at, um, at Pro Wrestling Eve. Um, Millie McKenzie in the opening match against Charlie morgan you know you can sort of your mileage will vary on on how important that one is um but as a fan that was going to wrestling resurgence yeah i am disappointed that they weren't there yeah and cards subject to change and all that but there are cards subject to change should be when somebody has got an injury or you know something has happened unforeseen circumstances have occurred that mean that they can't deliver that card now unforeseen circumstances shouldn't be they got a better offer yeah i think that that's frustrating as a wrestling fan yeah because i'd like to think as well that a promoter like uh emily reed is is not going to think bad of you if you're offered an eve gig and you say well no i've I've got a book in in nottingham you can't what can you yeah. say and this is this is nothing personally against millie and sierra um or or eve yeah or anyone involved no, in this but it, it's just it is a thing it's it's a not my graps i don't like it when it happens at shows that i'm at and i'm sure there are other people who feel yeah similar but there you go yeah. like i i think i think there's an interesting 
sort of thing to think about. I'd be mm. interested to know what other people's opinion on this sort of thing is. Yeah. Because we've all been affected by it at one yep. point or another. If you've been going to wrestling shows regularly over the past couple of years, with the increase in the number of shows going on, mm-hmm. you know, there was a big there's a big chaos show tonight. Yeah. There was Pro Wrestling Eve. Yeah. There was uh, did Rev Pro run tonight? No. No, so they're running Oh yeah, they are running in Manchester. In Manchester, yeah. yeah. So there are big shows on tonight. Yeah. Um you know, so there's a lot going on, a lot for a lot of different people. Um, and we've all been affected over the years by similar sort of clashes. Yeah. Um, so I'd be in- I would really be interested to know what, what people think. I'd, I'd almost think to put up a poll, but that's, you know, a poll is also, it's just, you know, one thing or another, isn't it? Would you put Judy Bagwell on it? I'd put Dominic on it. Dominic? That's uh, was that Ray Mysterio's son? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he turned up years later in Lucha Underground. Did he? As a, as like an adult. Oh weird. Yeah, and he got involved with. Anyway, it is now eleven forty p.m. Yeah, but I I enjoyed wrestling resurgence. Yeah, I did. Um, yeah. You know, I'd I think I'd go again. Yeah, um, I mean, their next it, show's in Leicester, so I might I might check that that's out. That's not very far away at all for no. us. Um, yeah, I mean, I would consider it. I mean, I don't, it didn't blow me away to the extent that I would want to put it on my regular rotation, no. um, especially the place that I'm in at the moment with wanting to go to a certain amount of wrestling shows. Chris hates um, wrestling at the moment. Well, I'm just not one of these maniacs that wants to go to four wrestling shows a week. Yeah. Um, you're maniacs, by you the are. way. You're all mental. The, those of you that are listening that do that, there's something seriously wrong with you. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I would go if it was convenient. Mm. Um I would recommend that people check it out. I really want to see what Wrestling Resurgence can do beyond putting on a standard time capsule wrestling show. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see them sort of push push the form a bit more. Yeah. It would have been nice to say hello to Sam tonight, but unfortunately the only picture we've got of you... Your, your face paint on. Yeah, you got Kiss face paint on. And yeah. you, I, I didn't see anyone in Kiss face paint tonight. Yeah. So. And we didn't hang around really no. after the show either. So. Um, but yeah. We had to leave, didn't we? Because we had a limited amount of time on the car park. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so yeah, it's um, it's been lovely talking to you. Yeah. And to you, Alan. You know oh, that. Thank you. I mean, I don't say that enough. It's been a real pleasure. <laughs> um, so as I say, it is well past eleven now. Um, so thanks for listening. Get on get the on group. The, get on the group. Get on the internet. Let us know all things wrestling related. If you're not doing anything next Saturday, come to Good Wrestling. Yeah, sure. I guess I'm supposed to be plugging that, but you know, thanks, Alan. It's a bit gross if you do it, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little bit. Um, but for now, go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills, every class, every season, out of time. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun of the world, every heat, every starfish on the beach.